everyone. This is Ava DuVernay, and welcome to a first for Array, our first podcast. And guess what it's about? Our baby, our very favorite thing, Queen Sugar. Aww. <laughs> and I'm so happy to be joined on this very first Array podcast and this very first Queen Sugar podcast for the final season of the show uh, with two of my closest collaborators on this series, uh, Paul Garns, the president of Array Filmworks, and uh, my executive producing partner on the show for seven seasons. Seven seasons. And the star of the show, our leading lady, number one on the call sheet. Her name is Rutina Wesley, and she is our goddess. Hello, ma'am. Hello. (laughs) So happy you're here. So here we are. I know. It's so exciting. And, you know, one of the things that the podcast gives us a chance to is to slow down and have a conversation about the show and about the episode. And it seems like we have to start with just talking about it's the last season. We we got into this shooting the first episode of the last season. What did you think getting back into town? Mm. Uh, I think when I came back into town, I was kind of in... um, I didn't know what to think. I was kind of overwhelmed, but I told myself, I was like, I'm just going to stay present. And I'm just kind of got to get through each day and do it that way instead of thinking ahead about, like, the future that it's ending and all of that. So I just tried to stay, like, in the moment and have a lot more fun than I've had over the years um, and really kind of bring it on home in a, in a positive and, like, a, a light, a yeah. way that was, like, light. Yeah. Yeah. Routine and I were talking about just processing where we are with the show ending and really maybe not understanding it fully until we would have normally started a new season. Uh, and what people may not know is that we shoot every year. We've shot right at the beginning of Mardi Gras. Right. And mm-hmm. it's always been like a circus of how do we shoot the show around Mardi Gras? Um, how do we stay out of the way of the parades? And, you know, it, it's been always uh, such a big adventure to try to figure that out. Yeah. Yeah, well, this year was no different. It wasn't. I just think of, like, when you first came, that first season, we we came down there, um, and you couldn't even get to the hotel. You had to get out of the car with your suitcase. Yeah. Like, a few blocks away, because it was so nuts. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's before we learned we need to do it a little bit later. Yes. Uh, And we got the (laughs) rhythms of it, especially Paul, who basically moved down there. Mm -hmm. Um, I was always going back and forth, and there was a few seasons in there when I was making When They See Us, and... And uh, and thirteenth and some other things where I couldn't get down, but Paul was, you know, the other part of me who was just right there all the time. And so you got to know this. You both got to know the city yeah. so so well. The city is New Orleans, of course. Um, that we start to get the rhythms of it. And I also think the city got the rhythms of us. I yeah. mean, by the time we we wrapped, we'd shot in so many locations around that city mm-hmm. um, that people really felt like and feel like our show is is theirs there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think it's a great way to get into episode one of the finale season. Um, and we open on something that we don't traditionally see on Queen Sugar. Usually we start at the farm and the sun is coming up and it's like this beautiful shot of the land. But this year it was different. This year we started on something completely different. Yeah, on purpose. We wanted to make sure that Ralph Angel was off the land because that's the the, the crux of the farm plot line, which the farm is a character, mm-hmm. you might as well say. And so, but the farm is away from the family. The family separated from the land. And so opposite of land, sea. So we had him... Um, you know, in a fishing boat, and who do we know that has fished in the past? Oh, our old friend Trin. Mm-hmm. Just because she happens to be an ex-girlfriend, maybe that helps with a little drama. <laughs> right. We throw it in there, but uh, we see that it's all harm- harmless. When you first saw it or read it in the script, did you think, oh my gosh, are they going 
down a certain road with Trent, or did you did you think of that at all? I thought about it. Okay. I thought about it. I had that thought, but then I was like, let me just keep going and see and see what happens. But it was definitely, it was a nice little hint of that drama of like, dun, dun, dun. Right. Like, wait a minute. Um, but, it, but it was also beautiful to have them back together, Trent and Ralph Angel, just to see that for another little moment. Yeah. I thought it was really, I thought it was really, really nice. And yeah. how much they've both grown up. Mm-hmm. And it really just speaks to something that we decided early on. She has been at our showrunner this season, and Paul Garns and I all started to think about, we want to bring back Queen Sugar family members who we've seen throughout the show. Mm-hmm. So almost in every episode, uh, fans and folks that have been watching us for a while will see some oldies but goodies <laughs> pop up. All the way through to yeah. the, to the to the last episode, and we're not going to tell you who they are, Mm-mm. but you're going to be pleasantly <laughs> surprised as you watch. One of the uh, great moments to me in the beginning is, uh, I don't know, it's a little bit of a red herring, right? You see Trent, you see Ralph Angel come up, and then all of a sudden, Trent's husband walks up. Right. Um, and you have to tell me this: the, the line is, um, he says, "Hey, Ralph, how are you?" Yeah. And she's like, "Ralph Angel, is it shade? Is he throwing Ralph Angel shade?" Uh, I don't think he's throwing him shade. I think that he, I, I, I feel like it is. He's not invested enough in this man to learn his name properly. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? He's treating him like a worker, uh, and he's not a, the greatest boss. So he's treating him like a worker who he doesn't know and not realizing the depth of the relationship. Uh, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, but yeah, Trin was a little defensive. She was. Like, she was. Like Ralph Angel. That's yeah, she, right. She, she, she did. Was like, okay. She said it firmly. <laughs> leads us to talk about the name Ralph Angel, okay? Yeah. Because we just say it now, like, oh, Ralph, Ralph Angel. Like, it's no problem. That name is a wild and beautiful name. It's yeah. unruly. It's a, it's, it's Natalie Bazell in the, in the script, I mean, in the, um, in the book, and there's a lot that we changed from the book, but when I saw that name on the page, I thought, that is incredible. Ralph Angel. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. it, and it's come to mean so much to us. And people will just say Ralph. They'll never call him Ralph. Mm-mm. They'll never call him Angel. He's Mm-mm. Ralph Angel. Yeah. It just shows how the familiarity and our love for him has made that. Normal. normal. Yeah, 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 it's true. <laughs> yeah. Normal. Right. You would normally say, wait, your name is, is it Ralph or is it That's Angel? That's right. It's Ralph we Angel. just be like, Ralph Angel? He introduced himself. People nod, keep going like it's no problem. <laughs> but your name. <laughs> so, you know, your, your name changed. Where you're not in the book. Mm-hmm, I know. So I don't think I ever told you. Did I ever tell you where I got Nova? I think you may have, yes. But I've since. Nova is actually a good friend of mine, an actor. Oh, yes. I remember. Uh, Amari. Amari yes, Hardwick his... named his daughter yes. Nova. And yes. I said, oh, my gosh, that name is incredible. <laughs> my name's Ava. I said, if I ever had a daughter, which I'm not going to, I would name her Nova because Ava Nova. How cute. Since my my films and my shows are my children, I named her Nova. Mm-hmm. I, isn't that a beautiful, a beautiful name? name. It's, so, it's so beautiful. It has so much weight to it. It does. And a good energy to it, yeah. too. Like, Perfect for her. beautiful name. Perfect for her. <laughs> I like that um, when we were doing that adaptation, you were writing it and adding that character. That character changed so much from yeah. the original script to what you know you ended up portraying. Um, but one of the things that stayed in there was like her connection to the earth, her spiritualism. How did that, did, did you connect to that immediately? Um, you know what? I did because I remember, uh, remember Nova used to have her garden mm-hmm. um, and then she had her grow room. <laughs> yes, yes. Um, but I definitely, um, the more scenes that you had for me where I actually got to touch the land and get in there and do it. Um, really um, sort of inspired me as, as an actor to sort of um, 
you know, to play her in a way that was like rooted. Mm -hmm. And she's very grounded, even though sometimes her roots come up and she's a little unstable. Mm -hmm. But she always goes back to the land mm -hmm. and her love for it. Um, that's actually one of my favorite parts of Nova is uh, her love for the land um, and that she made all she you know, made all her own vegetables and stuff, and then we'll cook these meals sometimes. Like, all those little things you added in there, mm -hmm. I just loved. It just fed me mm -hmm. as an actor. It gave me something to do mm -hmm. that was um, active, and also, like I said, that kept me grounded mm -hmm. in her. Mm -hmm. I think it's so interesting that you're talking about that, because I think of those images from season one with her in the garden, and, you know, you know first episode, Calvin comes to the garden, says goodbye, she's doing her thing. Um, this season really allows us to understand why while Nova is in love with land and, and, and nature, why she was separated from the farm, why she separated herself from the farm. It's in this season and last season through Billy and that storyline that we start to understand what happened. Why did she move to the city? Why did she move away? Why was she somewhat, you know, estranged from her father at the time of his passing? Like not estranged, but they weren't on great terms. Mm -hmm. So we've gone through all these seasons, never fully delving into it. And one of the things we want to do in this final season is just like resolve all the secrets, all the feelings, all the like all the loose ends. And that was one that was always like, gosh, she she loves this farm, but why was she not there during those times? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And so you really, you really get a lot of that this season, don't you think? Yes. Yeah. And last season with Billy. A little and, bit with Billy. That's where yeah, it started. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, with the reveal of uh, everything that happened between the two of them. Um, with Yeah, with outing her. Yeah. Outing Nova. Um, I think... You know, I think I think it made Nova feel really kind of small, and and um, she didn't know where to go. And I, and I think she got to a point where she felt like she didn't have anybody. So mm -hmm. I think she kind of maybe decided to step away from it. Mm -hmm. But yes, she still loved the land, but she didn't feel like comfortable or at home or seen fully. Mm -hmm. So speaking of loose ends, though, um, Nova starts off this season with the same person that she was in a relationship with last season. Look at that! Wow, Look how can that. it be? This is a new day Look for at Nova Bortolo. Yes, Nova. Nova is liking Dominic. <laughs> I think you know Dominic is able to sort of. I think Dominic sees Nova mm. for who she is. Um, I also think he gets in her mind in a way that someone hasn't been in there before and challenges her in a way that she likes um, and understands. And so it's nice to see the two of them um, together. It's nice to see Nova stick and stay in the room, mm -hmm. and stay with somebody. Because mm -hmm. um, she likes, you know, take her legs and run mm -hmm. <laughs> if she can. But I think, like I said, Dominic just really, um, he's looked at her in a way I think she hasn't, she hasn't felt like that. Mm -hmm. She hasn't felt that enough to stay in the room. So when she meets him, it's like, ooh, Maybe this is it. And it takes some time. I like that it, it took time. I like that it quick. wasn't a, you know, mm -hmm. he was a neighbor and it kind of started that way. I mean, I was really hesitant to make him a, an academic. Mm -hmm. You know, I mean, he's a, a certain kind of academic, but he is in academia. He works at a university. And we had had that with Dr. Dubois. Dr. Dubois, yes, we the did. Dr. Dubois, which she ran through him real quick. And I was like, well, what's going to be the difference between Dr. Dubois and, like, are we just going to, you know, they're very different men, even though mm -hmm. they're both in academia. Mm -hmm. I think the thing with Dr. Dubois is he was always kind of trying to challenge you. He wanted to, yeah, he wanted her to be yeah, a certain else. thing that she wasn't. 
Yes, yes. Like he challenged her in a way that was going against her grain. Mm. And I think that Dominic challenges her challenges her in a way that goes with her grain. Mm, that's so goes nice with her. It helps her it helps her to grow. Mm-hmm. And I don't think she was really growing with Dr. Dubois. Mm-hmm. It was more just like like it was it was against the grain. She just it kinda of just did, they just didn't fit yes. together. So yes. yes. Yeah, but but when we, we meet Mo, Nova instantly <laughs> Like has a moment. It's Nova, a Nova, Nova. It's a reflex. She can't help it. <laughs> she, can. she can't help it. She listen. She sees something that she likes or that looks good to her. She's gonna look okay. <laughs> and and sometimes if it looks back, then we might have trouble. <laughs> right. um, well, she's looking know. back. Yeah, Mo is looking. Yeah, back. Mo looks back. So yes. you know, it's um, <sighs> gonna see what happens. But that's the Nova. That's what I love about her. Yes. I love that she's kind of. Um, you never know what you're gonna get with her. Yeah. Or so so. I mean, it'll be interesting. Like I said, it'll be interesting to see where, if any of these things, where they go right. as the season goes on. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. So one of the things that was great season one is that we had Ethan, who was only five when we were shooting the first season. It's kind of hard to believe mm. that, you know, he's this like almost adolescent kid now. But this year we had a baby on set. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, and, and, and the funny part was not everybody, the baby didn't attach itself to everybody. Mm-mm. Um, she was particular. She was particular. <laughs> she was particular. Um, what did she like? She loved Omar. She loved Omar. Um, and I think she didn't mind. She liked Bianca. She liked Bianca. Um, she didn't feel Kofi. She was and she not. didn't feel Tina. And she didn't feel Tina. <laughs> yeah. Just didn't get. Just didn't. No, connect. How about with you? Stone face. She would just go like. She played. Let me play. I played peekaboo with her one time, and I kind of got. A, I tried to get her to stop crying during the wedding, and she kind of played with me, but then she wasn't playing with me. So. <laughs> She's not wasn't really feeling me either, I guess. So she would just take to some people and yeah, know. just she was super selective. That's um, funny. Oh, and Desiree, baby. she loved Desiree. She loved Desiree. Our, 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 our beautiful AD. black woman, first AD, yeah, Desiree, Desiree. Shout out to Desiree. She liked her. <laughs> she did. Yeah. She did. It was just it was hit or miss. It was hit or miss. And if she didn't like you, you were dead to it. <laughs> you, like, you could not come back from it. She would she would just be like, yeah, I'm not messing with this person. Oh, so true. Oh. Um, but it was it was nice to have that energy back on set because mm-hmm. I feel like you know. Ethan is like you know grown up on set. One of the one of the um, great moments is when he first came back, and you know he was so big now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and Ethan did a couple of scenes in, in episode one where he was just doing um, a Zoom, but I was just like shocked how much he's grown. And we noticed that even with like Kofi and other people, like they've grown up on the show. Yeah, mm-hmm. absolutely. I was watching episode. Well, first of all, I was watching the first season, first episode, not long ago, and it just every. I said, "Was everyone a child? Like you look like yeah. an actual teenage child." I said, "What was? Everyone looks so. I mean, not just young physically, but just like a." innocent like I think it was just the vibe and what yeah. we were doing and not knowing if it would work and mm-hmm. you could get a sense of play and adventure and a big question mark and it was just wide open and you can just see see it on you all's faces that was beautiful I, I uh, watched that recently too really um yeah shed some tears <laughs> um some beautiful tears uh we just kind of it's the spirit mm-hmm. that you um you know casting all of us together um, and then having that spirit and energy on a set and then having a fantastic crew that had similar like like spirits that were just beautiful, people who were about the work, people who supported us, um, we could fly. Mm-hmm. And it was really great to, you know, watch it back. And I'm like, wow, we were flying. I mean, 
we'd been doing it for seven seasons and we're still flying. Yeah. But to see how it all started yeah. and how, yeah, young and innocent we were and we were just so happy to be a part of something like this. And then to look at where we are now is like, right. I would have never thought, or you couldn't have told me that seven years ago. Because mm-hmm. you never know if it's going to keep going right. or, or, or not. But it was just, it just was so... You know, it was overwhelmingly beautiful because I was like, gosh, I had forgotten so many things. And then I was just like, man, I was like, everybody is just like flying, like flying high, um, you know, and then and then people loved it. And now here we are. But yeah. uh, that's that might be uh, that might be my favorite episode. One on one ever. Really? Yeah. <laughs> it might just great. be just seeing everybody being established and yeah. all the it's just. It's beautiful. Yeah, it was it was a good start. It was start strong and strong. One of the uh, one of the great moments for me, season to season, is our first time whenever we go back out to the farm. Which again, usually episode one, we're out there for a period of time. This time, we only went out there to get like one shot um, that's in the episode. And I have to admit, even it's it's was as jarring in real life pulling up to the farm and seeing the windows boarded up and the signs that said, you know, Landry mm-hmm. um, Enterprises. Mm-hmm. Like, it was physically jarring, like, mm-hmm. to pull up for the first time as an actual person and see it, um, but even seeing it on screen this time. And, you know, Ralph Angel not even wanting to drive down the road to see his own house because mm-hmm. it hurts so bad. Mm-hmm. Um, it's kind of like a a specter throughout the whole episode, you know, just, just the fact that this land is in jeopardy and, and gone for the first time in, in their family history. Yeah. Um, it really did have a, uh, um, a big effect. What do you think about it for the rest of the cast? Like, like, you know, uh, each character is kind of dealing with it differently. Yeah, I think uh, I think it's hard for each of them, especially even for Nova, because she does love the land so much, but she also knows how much it means to her brother and to the family legacy. Um, I remember when I read that, actually read it in the script, uh, uh, the Born Alone Home is boarded up with Landry Enterprises, and I had to stop for a minute. Mm. I had to stop reading. I took like a breath, and I was like, <gasps> right. you know, and then when we shot it and I got mm-hmm. to finally see it, I was like, uh, it made me feel some type of way mm-hmm. because they worked so hard for that for that land, especially Ralph Angel. Um, you know, just when he's like, trying to get it all together, it's like almost all taken away from him again. So mm-hmm. um, I think each character deals with it differently, but I think it hits them all pretty pretty hard, I would say. Mm-hmm. And from a production capacity, Paul, talk a little bit about the land, you know, when we found yeah. that location, but then also... How we, you know, we as a production, we keep that space even when we're not shooting. Yeah. So we have basically, we kind of, quote unquote, owned the space yeah, for the last uh, seven for years. The last seven years. Yeah. And uh, and what you're the one who's been maintaining it. I mean, yeah. basically, you've owned a farm for the last seven years. <laughs> um, but the relationship to the land and how we first found it, a little bit about it. Yeah. I, I, we, so we were looking, uh, and you probably don't even know all this backstory of when we were looking for the farm, we we had started looking maybe a few weeks before Ava came out for the first time to see kind of our selects. Um, And we had found that place. And um, one of the key things is that Ava had in her mind from the script was this connection to the house, to the land, Mm -hmm. uh, which in modern Louisiana isn't as common as it used to be because any open space has been developed and now they're building new houses. So finding like an older traditional home tied to land uh, turned out to be kind of tough. Uh, and we found this 
this house, which that that particular place was an active farm, was only using as uh, a storage place. They were keeping tables and chairs. Um, and when we walked in there for the first time, and uh, it was like, yeah, we're going to put a porch right here. And there was no porch there. That porch didn't exist. I don't know if you ever knew that. Uh, no, I didn't that know that. That porch did not exist. It was just a back door and a step down to the yard. Uh, and so that wow. porch, which has become like the anchor of that yeah. house. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Sometimes we just go to the porch. We just go, to the go, porch. In the house. go in the yeah. house. <laughs> that porch is so important. So many great scenes have happened on that porch. Uh, was built just for the purpose of our show. But but we always, and I, I feel like even to the last day that we shot there, um, we always talked about the connection that we as you know, uh, African-Americans, the descendants of enslaved people, have to that piece of property, not directly, but, you know, figuratively, just knowing that, you know, that, you know, people's lives were used there in a way that enriched others and stole from others, right? Like we, the legacy of that world could be in that space telling our own story. Because it was, act, that, that was a was plantation. So where we, plantation. where yes. we shoot is, was an actual yeah, a plantation yeah. where enslaved people worked for yes. nothing. Yeah, where, where there's still structures from that time mm-hmm. that exist, where there are trees that were there, um, you know, that were still there that that our you know ancestors probably set, set shade under. Um, that or, we were, you or, know, or, or were used as, yeah, as yeah. weapons yes, against, against them. them yeah. um, we're still there. Like it, it was for me, it was ever present. Every time we were there, that conversation would come up. You know, it was kind of in a, inavoidable. Um, and so it was always such a pleasure to. I, I, I mean, look, it, we didn't own it. You, you said I owned a farm. We didn't own it, but we did feel ownership. Like it felt like part of our family. Like we would show back up. Hey, we're back. Right, you know, right. and um, I was probably the only person who enjoyed the six a.m. calls out in in Vashon. Yeah, probably were the only, the only person. <laughs> um, like driving out there. Early I enjoyed. It was so peaceful, yeah. and we would get there because to start at six, you guys would be there at four before yeah. the sun came up. Uh, to go through hair and makeup. And it was just something about the sunrise and being there with the family first thing on a Monday morning because it was always a Monday mm-hmm. morning, um, that it was just so special. Like mm-hmm. that, if I'm going to miss anything over, you know, mm-hmm. the years of being there, I, I really enjoyed the peace of being, I'm a city kid. Mm-hmm. And being out there um, for those moments were just really special to me. Paul mm-hmm. loves the farm. I do. Paul loves the farm. That's where I felt the first energy, like the the farm, the, mm. the energy of like, whoa, that's where it hit me. Mm. Like I didn't know, I didn't feel anything until we got out to Vachery. And then mm. I was like hit with like intense energy. And I remember one time I went just to like, you can feel it in the trees. Like I put my arm around a tree just to hug it. Mm. And you can just feel so much energy. Mm. But that was, um, that was for me kind of solidified like what, why we're doing our show like being on that land and doing a show like Mm -hmm. our show on Mm -hmm. that land Mm -hmm. and how important that was um and so I just yeah I'm just I'm with you on that like it was very uh eye-opening for me when I actually stepped foot on it and saw all of the 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 cabins and the signs and the thing it was just like yeah you can't help but feel it you know yeah so Mm -hmm. I feel like that's one of the things that makes that conversation that Darla has with Parthena so tough, right? That Parthena's at a point where she could lose that her land. Like she'll mm-hmm. lose her her generational connection to this property just by an oversight by or malice of somebody. Um, you know, but I think that sets up for the season a lot of what's about to happen. 
Um, just yeah. that that you know that adversarial. You know, which has been happening for six seasons on the show, which is someone's trying to take the land from these people who work the land, who honestly own it. Mm-hmm. Um, someone's trying to take it from them. Mm-hmm. Um, but in this season, it gets took. Yeah. Uh, so last season, we had Bordelon Farm going under. And now just to continue that, make sure that the audience knows the pressure that the whole community is under. Mm-hmm. The first couple episodes, Parthenas is under pressure. And so the question will be, will she lose hers as well? And who else will lose theirs? Yeah. Mm-hmm. This is really not just you know, mismanagement or a challenge with Ralph Angel on the Bordelon farm. This is widespread, mm-hmm. and the Landrys are ratcheting it up a notch. Like, they are really going for it. And so, um, yes, it's the return of Parker. You got old man Landry's in there. His sister's in, in the in the clink. Where's she? She in jail. Yeah, she's mm-hmm. still in jail. Uh, you know, they're all... They're all swarming around. I love uh, David Jensen, by the way. Just he's. Uh, we need to talk about <laughs> David Jensen for a quick. Let him know who that is. David Jensen plays uh, Sam Landry, um, and he is fantastic. He uh, is hoops. my. He is my. He's so funny. He's so, you would he's never so imagine never how fun, funny, and kind the actor who plays Landry is. <sighs> He's just, I mean, like, I love him because working with him is like you just never know what, you, what's gonna, what you're going to get, but you're going to get something good. Yeah. So I literally sit back. It's like a class. I watch him. I'm like, look at this guy go. That's right. You know, and then he's so sweet. He's a gentleman. Like, mm-hmm. he's a beautiful human being. Yes. But his work is exquisite. I really do think he really embodied Sam Landry. Yeah, like, yeah. He's, he really plays that character, like, in a way that I don't think anybody else could have. Right. Right. With a little wink, he does it. And I think it's so important because in order to tell these stories, and I, you know, had this on Selma, and when they see us, you have to have white actors who are playing as a foil to the black experience in so many situations. Like they have to go all in and be the thing Mm -hmm. that they may not be, right? They're actors, so they have to dig deep. But sometimes when they're doing those uncomfortable things, it's a challenge. But he knew that he was there to serve, Mm -hmm. serve the story. And so he would come in and he would do what he needed to do I just wish I could have been in the room when when we gave him a black daughter in the script uh, because all of a sudden, yeah. <laughs> all of a sudden, he even played one thing and now yeah. mm-hmm. you know so there's going to be more of that this season as well. Yes. And Parker. Yes. <laughs> I, I love uh, in, in uh, that moment at the end of the of the episode where Sam pulls up and, and interrupts the uh, the the uh, the baby dedication. It's a great mm-hmm. it's a great closer. L- like, yeah. like like he doesn't know what he's doing. Like oh, Sam yeah. pulls up just like oh I'm just here. With the newspaper just to yeah, talk just, to you about congratulations yeah. on this. Uh, By the way, uh, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Oh my gosh, I remember that. I was just like, that was actually a fun scene to kind of film because I remember, I was like, I was like, uh oh, Tina Lifford about to get him. <laughs> I was like, Vi is about to get him. Um, you know, but that's what I love about our cast, though. Everyone's so playful. Mm-hmm. Um, well, and also people don't mind going places like really mm-hmm. getting raw, so we can get nasty mm-hmm. with each other and then like hug it out afterwards. Mm-hmm. You know, but when she was like, uh uh-uh, uh. Se- Saying, uh-uh, I was like, ooh, here we go. <laughs> and I love how me and Rob basically, you know, are just kind of quiet. We're just kind of like letting her right. do the lead. But he's just so, he's a little snake. Yeah, yeah, You know, yeah, he's yeah. snaky with it. Yeah, um, he likes fantastic. to come through the through the yard and see what's going on yeah. with them in the back. Like he don't know that there's a, like. Exactly, the dedication. He knew exactly what was going, was going on. on. And, and so I thought it was so interesting when you say, like, whether it's with David Jensen or and Tina Lifford in that in the in that scene that you look forward to. So when you get your script, are there certain scenes where you're like, "Ooh, I really want to do that," or "Ooh, I really want to see them do that"? Mm-hmm. Like, does that does that come up for you? It does come up. What for have me. been some of your favorites that you like? What combination? 
combinations of folk have you enjoyed? Oh, Ava, um, everybody. No, I've enjoyed everybody. Um, I talk if I talk about my favorite scenes, you know, it is the opening of season of uh, season uh, season one, episode one, the opening sequence. Okay. When I read that, I was like, <sighs> but. I didn't think what I read and saw in my mind was not what I saw on that screen. It was even more magnificent than I could think it could ever be. One of my favorites of yours is when you put the sweater around Micah's waist. That's another mm. one of my nice you know, And yes. just the, the overall relationship where you really feel the love between the two. Yeah. You really feel this special thing that no one else in the family has. He doesn't have it with anyone else in the family. You don't have it with anybody. Just the two of you. And it's even before he you know, became an actor and pursued that path. It was just always this connection between the two. Yeah. That wasn't ever really anything intentional in the writer's room, like, oh, this is what's going to happen. It came from seeing the two of you together and just seeing how, oh, there's something there. Let's write for them. Yeah, she really cares for him, for Micah, in a way. Nova cares for Micah in a way that is... Um, like, it's like she's the auntie. She is an auntie, but she really is that cool auntie that you can talk to, that you can confide in. Mm -hmm. um, and I think, you know, Nick and I do have great chemistry. He's yeah. e easy going to work with and stuff. So it was just easy to just sit in that pocket with him. Yeah. You, I had forgot about that one, but yeah, that with the, with the, the sweatshirt around his waist yeah. was just so like. This is when he he, he um, is um, comes out of uh, jail um, yeah, after he's assaulted by the officer, yeah. and yeah, she she protects them by wrapping the thing, and that no one else saw that. But no her. one else saw but you, yeah, because they were too busy fighting. Yeah, yeah. Like, and look, you know, it was mm -hmm. just like oh. she's been there for him in those moments like that, and it's just beautiful. I love the way you did it. You 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 know, there's so many ways that we talk about. You know, director and actor, we talk about these things before we do it. Oh, will you go around the back of him? How will you take it off of your body and put it on his? And you face to face with him so that no one else can really see yeah. what you're doing, and it looks like you might be hugging him if you were looking at it from across the mm -hmm. parking lot. Just all those little gestures, you know, wonderful. So memorable. Yeah. It's a beautiful scene. Well, I don't think we can talk about chemistry and Nova without talking about Woo! Calvin. <laughs> Texas. Um, <laughs> no, yes, Calvin. Oh, my gosh. Me and Greg, man. I remember when we tested Ava um, back in the day. We tested together, and I, he walked in that room, and, like, he had me. And later on, he I remember Greg Vaughn, he said to me, he was like, yeah, I walked in there and I was like, oh, I got this. <laughs> I got this. And I, <laughs> it makes me blush every time he says it, but I was like, oh, really? You just knew that you, you know, you had this? But he did. The energy was like undeniable. And I remember you actually mentioned that. You talked about our test and you were like, you, you got the energy was like flying off the screen. He makes me feel beautiful. He makes mm -hmm. me feel sexy. Mm -hmm. um, he sees me. He under you know he understands me in a way. He looks at me in, a way, in ways I've never been looked at. Like he do he just makes her. Uh, he just makes her feel like so much of a woman. Mm -hmm. And I think you know, she she loves that. You know, she we see her run from it. You know, but I think Nova really sort of had, loves Calvin in a way that she hasn't loved anyone else. Mm -hmm. um, but I think she she's you know was afraid of that love, mm -hmm. afraid to fully. You know, realize it and go there and see what what would happen if she well, did. You know, them also is other things. Like that was the main conflict. That's why yeah. you know I gave her a white love of her life because she's so black in every other sense of it, yeah. and she had to really reconcile for that. So, reconcile for that for her 
reconcile that for herself. How far can that go? I mean, remember, it was a whole long thing. The family never met him for several yes. seasons, yes. right? She wouldn't yes. take him out nowhere no. for a good several episodes, right? Very like they, their, their lives were so just them, and they were wrapped up in this magic. But when the outside world came in, every time it knocked yeah. on the door, she would close it. Right. Mm -hmm. And so, I mean, from <laughs> great scene, you going over to another uh, going over to uh, his oh, the house and oh, seeing my the mother's. The, what was it? His, his oh, no, the party. grandfather party. The party. The grandpa, uh, <laughs> grandpa yeah. what was the name? Oh, uh, uh, I can't remember. It's escaping me. Yeah. 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 Went, went by the granddad's party mm -hmm. and ex-wife is there. <sighs> yeah. And, um, and yeah. And the last time we'd seen ex-wife was. Um, mm -hmm. Beautiful shot, Rutina in the car as Nova looking up episode at the window, one. episode one, mm -hmm. looking up at the window, seeing him mm -hmm. in his house with his family, fa full on, full -on family. family with the kids mm -hmm. and everything. Yeah, that was tough. Yeah, it's just tough for Nova to, yeah. to, to, to because I think. You know, I always thought about Nova. I was like, I think she wants that. Like, mm. she actually wants that for herself, but she's not quite sure how to mm. go about getting mm. there. Mm -hmm. Or she's just too scared. But in her heart, I think she would want that. So, you know, it's like, it was just it was just hard. I remember when I watched it, I was like, gosh, that's tough. Yeah. Because she loves him, yeah. but she mm -hmm. can't have him. Mm -hmm. no. Or maybe she could have a long time ago. I don't know. what I don't know. She ran away. It's she kind of her it. fault. But. but I think in that first episode, it's a question of, and it's been interesting to see how he unfolds over the season. Because in that first episode, when you see him upstairs with the family and she's down there, there's a moment when you think, is he playing her? Does she? Does he really feel the same? Because mm -hmm. when they're together, you're like, oh, right. he loves her. Right. But then when you see this, so it takes time. It, 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 all of the work that we did on you all's relationship was making sure that people knew that the, it was equal on both sides. Yeah. Like, he was in love with this woman. And it took a little bit more work because, you know, some people are like, oh, don't know what's going on. But, I mean, literally through the seasons, the, they turned yeah. on, on him. Like, they started yeah. like, mm, he's cute, but, mm. Mm -hmm. And then it was just like, where is he? Yeah. <laughs> she didn't yeah. Come in. yeah. Who is Dr. Jabbar? Who is, uh, who is, um... Uh, Reagan Gomez, Chantal, who are all these people? <laughs> um, we want Calvin, so they loved him. Yeah, but I, I like the way it turned, it, the, the way it unfolded. In that, um, you know, there were some fundamental things that they just couldn't get over. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you know, not only was he what he was a cop. Yeah, yeah. he was a cop. Yeah. You know, I mean, you're a the, black the, activist, and you're you you're in date, love. With the date, the date in the finale of season one. I mean, you know, where you guys go to oh, the bar. I was going to say that's actually one of my other. That's another Is favorite it? scene of mine. Not favorite, but favorite because so of what tough it did. To watch. I remember that night. So tough to watch. I remember that night. I, I remember that night. You my, my family was there. Oh, and that was my first time my grandmother had ever been on a set. Oh, she had to see she, that. That was her first time seeing wow. me act like that. Wow. Um, and it was also the first time she said to me. You know what you're doing. <laughs> yeah, you told Remember me Remember I told you that, so you I took that. And I was like, yes. yes. But that was, oh my gosh, that was. Refresh their memory. Okay, so it's the scene with me and Calvin when we're going out, and it's a beautiful night out on the town. On location um, in New mm -hmm. Orleans. Paul had shut down yes. the streets. Yep. He had done all the yep. things he does. On a Friday night. Yes. And him and another and another cop kind of get into it because the white cop put his hand on my butt. I think he kind of no, he, he he he. I'm trying to remember. No, he said that. something. He about, says something, something about like, black. Oh, well, black. it starts off cordial, and, right. and and he's saying, "Hey, who's this lovely lady you're with?" Mm -hmm. And when he introduces you, he immediately is like, "I know, I know who this is," and that's when it switches. 
uh, he becomes aggressive, and then he then he hits you on the butt. Yeah, he filled me up. Yeah. He felt me up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. then he. Um, <sighs> Yeah, I know. And then he, <laughs> I, know. I think that might, David, that might be the hardest scene I've ever had to do Ooh, in my life. Like being having somebody spit in my face. Ah, I'm sorry. Was, I'm sorry, um, Ruth. No, you we know had what? To do it. We need to, we had to <laughs> yeah, see to that it. though, because yeah. there was something to that. And Greg, Vaughn, like it was like a fire was lit under his butt. Like he let loose. Like I wouldn't want to cross <laughs> Greg Vaughn no. like in real life because he let that boy have it. Like he just, you know. But then you see him like stick up for Nova in a way, and you see how much he loves her, what he'll do for her. Like, he'll go to That's jail. That's what he'll, that you know, scene was for. Yes. To say, this is real. He really feels this way. This is to another cop. This is like to they are probably, real. You know. Yes. Absolutely. Wow. Absolutely. Mm. Ugh, got the chills. Yeah, I thinking about that. Yeah, it was. Whew, that was yeah. a big. That was a big one. It was a big one. It was a big one. But we did it. But yeah. we. But we did it. Yeah, and then my mom made it in there <laughs> dancing. Yes, <laughs> yes, yes. yes. Nima, Nima Barnett. Yeah, that was Nima awesome. Barnett, our producing director that season. <sighs> yes, that was yeah. great. That was that was back. You know, you were talking about. Uh, uh, we learned how to fly. That season was fly by the seat of your pants. Oh, it we was. Were, we were trying to figure it out that season. Yeah, we we, we really we were. were. For the last six seasons, we're in seventh now, six seasons, we've had two DPs, so two directors of photography, two different people who are in charge of camera who one will do episode all the even episodes and one will do all the odd episodes so that when we're shooting one episode, the other DP can be prepping, preparing for what you'll see. Um, but on season one... <laughs> We had one DP who was running around doing everything. <laughs> what? He did all 13 episodes. Mm-hmm. Antonio Calvace, let's give him a shout out. Mm-hmm. And there were just things we didn't know. Paul and I were, we're, we're, I mean, Paul's done so many TV shows, but we're like, oh, yeah, Antonio will be fine. He'll shoot all 13. And, um, yeah, and he must have lost 25 pounds. Oh, yeah. No, no, no. I bet. And it's just like all of the things that we refined. And so every season we try to refine, try to refine, and you get to a point where you try to just make it a little bit better. But in order to do that, you have to have an incredible crew. You have to have a cast that's real, willing to, you know, keep pushing to get to the best place. I mean, I just thought we had the best cast throughout the the piece absolutely yeah yeah yeah. so you know we should talk a little bit about what we think is going to happen or what people can expect oh i hate it it's it's the first episode we're talking more about season one because we don't want to mess up and say too much about season season seven we don't want to mess up but in this episode episode one you've seen um you've seen what you've you've uh seen that ralph angel's living with oh with with Vine Hollywood, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Ralph Angel and Darla are living with Vine Hollywood because they have lost that farm, and uh, so now you got two couples and a baby in the house, and uh, I wonder how it's going to work out with Vi and Darla, um, because Vi raised Blue mm-hmm. when Darla couldn't, and now Darla's raising True. And Vi has to kind of be on yeah. the side. Well, she's already given the baby a neck bone. Right I mean, you know yeah. what I mean? Like, how's that going to work? How's that going to work? So that'll be interesting to see. But then also, I think it's, you know, some of what Chaz and the writer's room came up with in terms of some of the complications of those two couples in the house. Mm-hmm. It's going to be really interesting to see what happens from there. Then also you have the saga of Nova and Dominic. And mm-hmm. just like, you know, it's so interesting because sometimes on Twitter people be like, I don't trust him. I don't yeah. trust him. They think he's FBI. <laughs> He's an actual narc. Yes. I was like, what did we do to make you think? Where are they getting that from, Rue? I don't know. Where, I don't know where if is it's coming from. I don't know if it's coming from. 
you know how sometimes you just see somebody you just don't know them that much, so you just don't really trust them. I think it's because you don't be, know that much about them. You're like, I don't know. I, I don't know if it's I trust from the it. Scene when you guys both when you got you got raided, and you oh. both got taken up. down, mm-hmm. and he just showed up. That's true. And, and then you both were on the grass, and people were like, he's not looking distressed enough. He's not stressed. He knew what was going to happen. I'm like, you guys. It's so funny. Sometimes we look at stuff on Twitter, and we be like, It is wow, hilarious. But I, I think even in not giving spoilers, I think we can honestly say there's no chance that he's a narc. Let me just yeah. say this right now to everyone in Queen Sugarland: <laughs> He is not an officer of the law involved with law enforcement in any way. Let's kill that conspiracy theory. Please. It is not true. I promise you I won't go back on it. He is not a narc. Um, Micah. Yeah, Micah. Micah is coming up. He's um, he's a junior at Xavier now. He's taking his philosophy, uh, his uh, photography classes. And he, in this episode, does he yeah, see Yeah, Kiki. Pops yeah, up. Kiki again. So oh. Kiki is back. And uh, we'll be seeing her throughout the season. And uh, it'll be interesting to see how their relationship. Yeah. Uh, I mean, we we double down really on Michael, the the complication of who Michael West is. I mean, that we, last season yeah. with uh, with um, Isaiah with Isaiah, mm-hmm. but we see him talking to Isaiah still. We see you know unnamed coed still at Micah's apartment. Yeah, I like, that. I like that. I like that did too. See that? I did. I loved it. I loved and then, it. And then there's clearly. And he's so breezy about it. Yeah, he's cool. You know, I'm just trying to be like, okay, what are the young kids now? How do they do it? And she, she's like, hey, bye. And he's like, okay, bye. And I was like, is that how it goes now? <laughs> but it's a nice little scene. Yeah, the no, two of them. Nice. And so he's out. He's. Someone is old, however he needs to. Yeah, become. I mean, you know, he's become a man. He is. Yeah. He is. He is. So we see a lot of that. And then I, I will have to say one a storyline that I've been wanting to do for a while. Uh, we played with it a little bit here or there, but we could never quite get it to click. But last season, we really just invested in it, and you're going to see it bear beautiful fruit this season. It's to see. Now, people think we're doing big things because we have Hollywood and Vi, but that's not where mature love ends. And so prosper. Mm-hmm. And his romantic pursuits are so important to show yeah. on camera. You don't see it. Really, his whole romance with Sandy and how that is going to unfold as a real relationship that has real time, it's not mm-hmm. off on the side, like real weight um, is really special because I think it's, we just don't see it enough. Mm-hmm. We don't see it enough. Mm-hmm. And also, he's beautiful. Yes. People love. I, He's yeah. a beautiful actor and People a beautiful man. Yeah. And Henry, like, bench presses and lifts weights. Like, the actual actor has guns in his arms, like mm-hmm. actual hard rock muscles. <laughs> and I'm always putting him in big old shirts and trying to hide. Like, his sleeve comes down to his elbow so that I cannot show the muscle underneath. This is real. Whenever you see him, he will never have a tight shirt on because he's got a six-pack pecs and a full, like, biceps. This season, you might see some of it. Because Sandy's around. So we'll see. We'll see. Partino was uh, fronting him. Partino. Partino's like, what you gonna do with my friend? She's like, what's up? Because, um... (laughs) Time is you ticking. You keep her waiting or what? Yeah. Time is ticking. What are you doing? Uh, time is ticking. Did you see, uh, what's our other farmers? Now? Cordell. 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 Like, let yeah. me go. Let me go. But that those storylines and those, those those set of characters are so are so nice. And, you know, Henry Sanders, for those who don't know, legendary actor in the canon of black cinema. Mm-hmm. Um, if you don't know his earlier work, uh, you should definitely look him up. He's one of our greats. Yes. Yes, yes he is. 
Well, I guess next week will be an episode number two for season seven, and we'll see what surprises are there. Yes, yes, episode 702. Just to remind folks, we get the numbers because it's the first number is the number of the season, and the second number is the number of the episode in the season. So this is 701. Thank you so much for talking with us about it, madam. Mm-hmm. Yes, thank you for And sir, and uh, uh, next episode will be 702, and we're going to take you through the whole season up to 713, the finale of the final season of Queen Sugar. It's an honor to be with you. Thanks for joining us on our first podcast. We did it. it yeah. wonderful. <laughs> pretty cool. See you. Bye. Bye. Bye.